0: And I lived my life in the reflection of other people's approval. I was a good girl because people said I was a good girl. I was helpful because I helped people. I existed to get affirmations from other people, which is just a prescription for insanity like that. Nobody can live like that. And we can't, you know, it's like you're going to hit a wall. And I just, you know, as a third of four children, and I just thought that's the way the world worked. You just did, and you got approval, and that's how you knew you were worthy.
1: Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory MD. See you there.
2: Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom fam. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have none other than Julie Hilson, and she is going to tell us all about herself and all of the amazing things that she is up to take it away julie
0: hello and i'm so grateful to be here with you dr g it's a pleasure and connecting with your audience is just a joy so thanks for having me and i'm really happy to reach out to you in guam i'm here in the states and in georgia in south south georgia (laughs) cool So tell us, um, so tell us what you're into.
2: Like, how did you get into that, and all that good stuff? Spill all the tea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I um, I've always been a spiritual person. I've always been really connected to nature, and um, I had lived my life the first thirty-five years, um, just checking off the boxes, right? Like you're supposed to go to school, get good grades, go to college, get your degree, and. I did all those things. I got married. I found a wonderful man. We had two kids. And, you know, I just felt like I was living as a zombie and I felt like I was living for everyone else. And I started questioning and I started going through this awakening where I was like, things aren't what people tell me and, and I don't have to accept, I don't have to accept the narrative and I don't, I don't have to show up in the way I'm expected. I can, I can show up how I want to show up. And it was very liberating. So, you know, obviously my life got turned upside down and thank God my husband um, was able to ride the storm with me. We, we were able to stay together. I know lots of people that, that their path changed and, you know, relationships do run their course, but I do honor and um, just cherish my, my marriage of 22 years, um, and they say, you know, being in a relationship, you have to have a thousand funerals because everyone's changing all the time. Right. So thank goodness our love persevered and we found a way. I'm not saying it was easy. We had to do a lot of deep dives. And, you know, I I started like gathering my information about what I learned and the angel spirit God um, helped me. They, they brought me through it. They wanted me to see. And. And they wanted me to know that I'm a divine being and I have every, it's a human right to be happy. And I never thought, I never looked through my life through that lens that I was a divine being and it was my birthright to be happy. So my mission is to share that idea that you are loved because you're here. You're beloved because you have breath in your lungs. And my book, Life of Love, A Joyful Guide to Self and Sensuality is... It's a testament to my path, to things that help me. It goes from taking care of your spirit and your body to your um, your surroundings. Like everything that you come in contact with leaves an energy print on your soul, on your being. And so you have to be conscious, you have to be conscious of the things you put in your body, the things that are around your body, the things that you expose yourself to entertainment wise. I mean, these things all affect us ener- energetically. And I realized through all this, my quest to find out what how i could be happy i realized that we're sensitive we're crystalline beings and we can control we can control our emotions we can control how we affect other people and it's all centered on your heart your heart is the most powerful thing about you people think their brains are so powerful no your heart puts out so much more energy than your brain and we're we're heart beings And whoever started talking about the brain and telling us the brain was so important, it is important. We need to be, we need to survive and we need to have, you know, fear at some point to, you know, to keep our love, our life, you know, but our hearts, our hearts are where the goo is at. The heart is where your power is and, and emotions and feelings. That's, that's your core. That's, that's your freedom to live a, a joyful, empowered life is to listen to your emotions and your heart. And just, you know, I give people the permission. You feel, you run through it. You want to scream, you go scream. If you need to, you need to get it out, you get it out. Cause if you don't, you're going to keep having the same trauma again and again, just in a more severe way, because the universe needs us to be happy. It needs us to work through these things. It needs us to love each other without judgment and unconditionally. And, you know, it's just, I love sharing my message and inspiring people to have better relationships, to be more authentic and just, you know, just live your best life. We were here to be abundant and share and live in community and support each other. And I just love to, I love to be in that space where people are happy and, and they have hope. So I'm here to give hope.
2: Awesome. (laughs) So you have to tell us, you know, you mentioned that there was a turning point you mentioned a a point of like a conscious interrupt that caused you to transform uh, was there fear involved in that and can you give us a little more detail as to what what caused the pivot what pushed right. you towards that end?
0: Ooh, yeah um definitely fear was involved because when you're authentic, you had the biggest fear is that you're rejected for being yourself that you're not good enough. And I lived my life in the reflection of other people's approval. I was a good girl because people said I was a good girl. I was helpful because I helped people. I existed to get affirmations from other people, which is just a prescription for insanity. Like that, nobody can live like that. And we can't, you know, it's like you're going to hit a wall. And I just, you know, as a third of four children and I just thought that's the way the world worked. You just did and you got approval and that's how you knew you were worthy. But I had to give up that paradigm and I had to go deep and say, What what am I about? You know, it's easy to to go by a script and just follow along the path because if it doesn't go well, it's not really your fault. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I had to own it. And I had to stop being a victim, because the other thing was when things didn't go my way and I was just serving everyone else, I was just like, "Oh, these people are so selfish. These people are so unconscious. And, you know, it's everyone else's fault because I was just being a saint. Mm-hmm. I thought I was being a saint, but i was I was living a lie because I wasn't being honest with myself about what I really needed, how I could take care of myself, because you, you can't live completely. And the reflection of your deeds, you have to you have to know that you're worthy just because you're here.
2: So, was there a mm-hmm. specific event that caused the conscious interrupt? Because, mm-hmm. you know, because you're you're mentioning that your upbringing kind of molded your responses, right? And so, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering when, did, how, and when did the transition actually happen? Because if you go from something that you're nurtured to do, um, mm-hmm. how do you completely say, "I'm not doing that anymore"? And I'm gonna do something different.
0: Wow. I wish I fell and hit my head and I could say that. <laughs> but I think it was when I discovered the angels and I met Dr. Carolyn. Um, she she showed me that the angels were around me. And I was like, wow, that's pretty special. And then I learned that everyone has angels around them all the time. And then I was like, well, I started questioning everything. So I guess it was it was a path of not being happy and hitting a, a a roadblock of being dissatisfied, and then I started looking for answers. So I think it was misery. I think that I think I hit the bottom of my uh, the end of the leash, the bottom of the well, however you say it, I hit a wall of just I was I wasn't going to drink a bottle of Chardonnay and feel better. I realized that. And I, I knew that if you repeat the same thing over and over again, and expect a different result. That's insanity. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to live an insane life. So, yeah, I guess I hit I hit a wall. I, I I really was unhappy. And I think that misery led me to to start to question and to to ask God, you know, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. So we have to ask him how how can I handle what am I supposed to do here? And that was a big question. I connected to God, and you know, I I had faith, and my faith went different directions throughout my development. But all in all, God's been there. And then when I invited Jesus back in, I said, "Jesus, please show me." And I felt my heart warm up when I invited Jesus back into my life because I was sort of looking just toward God because I thought, well, maybe Jesus didn't have the answers and you know, so it's just it's really cool to have that perception and feel that, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that I was able to get there.
2: Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, that's good because I I just wanted to kind of get to that because, um, yeah, because it just you you know you don't make a radical change just to make it. It usually is spurred by something, an event or, um, you know, a situation or something. So, um, that was very helpful for us to get some insight as to how you made that transition. So thank you for that.
1: Hey, it's Dr. G and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available if you would just rather
2: Okay. And then, so tell us, how is it that you help others? So you mentioned that you help people to find their happiness and you mentioned the book is the book, the way that you trend, you transfer your message or do you do other things?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yes, definitely. I infused loving messages throughout the book and sacred geometry in the pages. And, you know, it's like the book is a major healing tool, um, I also, I mean, I believe that the way we show up every day has an effect on everything. So I show up in my life every day with the intention of living my best life, of serving God for me and through me. And I, every day is different. You know, like I do have my own podcast and I I have inspiration on there that I, I just am so honored to to share space with other people who want to heal and inspire. So it's a daily, you know, I'm creating daily. um, Yeah. And I, I consciously add to the energy grid positivity and to transmute anything that no longer serves this earth. Like I'm, I'm a warrior for, for the Ascension, for us getting to the place we need to be so our children can have abundance and, and there's, you know i know that equality is a crazy thing to say and we throw it out there but i think that we need to have a happiness equality and you know get rid of these power structures that are holding everybody down there's there's a small percentage of people that are holding the majority of all the wealth and you know i think people are making choices like there's things happening and it might not make the headlines but as people are shining light on things that don't make sense like everyone, everyone will say, hey, that doesn't make sense, but it's still happening. And so we're, you know, through the masses, we're starting to uncover those things that don't make sense for everybody that aren't humanitarian. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there that's, you know, against what all of us agree with. And it might be the small percentage that makes abundance from that. But you know, we're, we're starting to talk, we're starting to get out there. So I'm, I'm holding space for those people. I'm holding protection and love. And just like I said, I'm, I'm fighting anything that's against humanity and, and the abundance and happiness of, of the world. Mother Gaia deserves better than what we're doing. And we're, we're going to expose this and, you know, everybody being conscious and being aware of things happening in their community it it matters, like your attention matters. So if you can find something in your life that you're like, hey, that doesn't make sense. What can we do? That's where we start. And we just don't put energy toward those things that don't resonate with humanity. I don't want to get into too many details, but everybody knows things that just don't add up.
2: There, <laughs>
0: <Fair>. okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then um, how
2: did you, so you, you, you talked a little bit about the fear involved in the transition. Um, was there any fear involved in creating a book and any of the other steps that kind of led up to here? Can you get some insight on that?
0: Oh yeah, because um, when you write a book from your heart, you have the another chance for someone to reject or judge you or to say, who are you to put your opinion out there, right? Like it's a very vulnerable thing to put yourself into a thing that is, is reached by the public. So that was in even like, you know, it has sensuality, has some sexuality in the book. It's not graphic, but you know, I'm like, my parents are going to read this. What are they going to say? You know, like I'm still a a good girl, right? Like, (laughs) so I I don't want to upset anybody, but I think that some of the concepts might be sort of new to people. You know, I question why do we have white wedding gowns that just sets us up, you know, we we need to be loving, we need to be free to express our love. So, I question things and and I uh it's all from a place of love, but you know, I'm going against the grain in some of these things and you know, it's a risk, but I just have my my mission is to just go ahead and activate people to look at themselves and and things that they believe in that they might not even know that they believe in these things or why they believe in things. It's just always been that way. So, you know, for us to make changes, we have to re-examine the structures that have gotten us here
2: absolutely. It's kind of like the mm-hmm. um the lady who was making the turkey or whatever it was, and she kept on cutting off of cut it when I was couldn't have been turkey. It must have been a ham. She cut off the edges of the ham to put it and put it in the roasting pan and put it there and the The mom came in and was asking her, "Well, why are you doing that?" And she's like, "Cause I saw you do that." And then the mom said, "Oh, I guess I did do that." And then she asked the grandma, "Why did you do that?" She was like, "I did it only because I had you know, a pan that could fit the meat. I had no other reason. Why are you wasting good meat by cutting off the edges?" You know, so it's the same thing. It's like you know, there are definitely gonna be situations where things are passed on, and there are behind them. may or may not have been you know, sound or may not have been intended for it to be passed on. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a
0: great example. It's a great example. And, you know, the more you study psychology, like between the ages of three and six children and people, we make judgments about the world that follow us our whole life. And we don't understand everything at that age, but we make these, these covenants these promises to ourselves that we're not going to be like that and then we live our life to not be like that or to do that that way and you know so many times we don't examine these judgments that were made at such a an impressionable age with such little background as to what's going on I love that don't cut off the edge of the hand yeah she's like why are you doing that you're
2: wasting the meat that's like good meat you just wasted it so <laughs> I don't know if it was a pot roast or a ham, but it was some, it was some kind of meat. And huh. the, the, the grandma was like, what are you doing? Why? I just did that because I couldn't fit it into the pan I had. So yeah, <laughs> it's just, just kind of funny. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So then you have to tell people how can they, um so tell them the name of the podcast that you have and also like- tell them oh, where yeah. they can find the book and the name of the book again.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The podcast is Life of Love with Julie Hilson. And it's on all the major platforms where you can listen to a podcast Google, Spotify, Apple. There's like 12 of them on there. These are. Um, and then my book is on Amazon. Um, it's called Life of Love A Joyful Guide to Self and Sensuality. Yeah, so.
2: Awesome. 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 Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: Oh, so, and my website is you need a peptalk.com. And all my stuff's on there too.
2: Okay, great. That's great. <laughs> And it's spelled you need a pep talk like it's it's not y o u is it what is it y o u or is it you need-
0: right it's it's um the whole word the the complete words okay. and then sometimes you have to put w w w first okay so it's y o u n e e d a pep talk okay. okay, yeah. yeah it usually comes up if you type in you need a pep talk.com on google pretty quick i've had it for like 15 years i've had this podcast it's, oh, it's sort I'm of you. morphed that's awesome <laughs> yeah, i that's started so that's, that's longevity because i
2: usually podcasts are like you know there's uh there's like a little bit of pod fading a lot of times people start a podcast and it kind of like fades out after a few episodes so 15 years is strong that is like yeah, solid well, it's-
0: It's just the website. I've only had my podcast for just 18 months, but the the website I've been putting. So you've Mm -hmm. owned that
2: domain for quite a while. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I used to just put like recipes and information about like crap that's in our food and like people don't eat this stuff, you know, like (laughs) I do like cereal reviews and, you know, things that, that were dear to my heart. I just share. And then I really wanted a platform for people to help each other, you know, but it's amazing how it sort of changed and morphed to what what I'm interested in. So I just kept it because I like the name. <laughs>
2: Very, yeah, it's a cool name. It's a Thanks. cool name. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So we are yeah. at the point of the
2: show where we do our tradition, and it is a fill in the blanks. Are you ready, Julie? I am. Okay, awesome. Awesome. All right, here we go. The first one is, if I am fearless, I will. Be
0: 100% authentic.
2: Awesome. Awesome. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means
0: no hesitation.
2: Okay. All right. And then the last, but definitely not least, is my battle cry is
0: love, 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 love.
2: Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you mm. for spending time with us and sharing your story and all of the things that you're doing with the tribe. We really appreciate it. And mm. we look forward to seeing great things from you.
0: Oh, stay fearless, my friend.
2: Yes, yes, we will. We will for sure, for sure. All <laughs> right, care. awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. That was a pleasure. <laughs>